Yeah. Coming through, signals clear. Aw, oh, yeah. It's Geocache Talk. Whoa. It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly geocache talk goodness. Well, good evening, and big thanks to Joshua, geocaching vlogger, for our new opening, and our featured patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Electric Waterboy, Aggie Jedi Master, Antaeus, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, Nick Ashley. Well, what do you know? About All right. One Kind Word, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, the Aussie geocacher who's kind of have to have a new name. I don't know what we do with that. But speaking of the Aussie geocacher who now is no longer an Aussie, well, he is still is he still an Aussie? He's still an Aussie. Doesn't You're live asking there. the guy that's called Memphis Mafia that lives in Colorado, so <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> but he'll be on in a couple weeks. The the new the Yankee geocacher we're gonna call him, I guess. And our new patrons, the Pizza Ninja, Geocache, DMN Rec, Widget Brittle, and Action Trinity. If you'd like to become a patron. Click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the new famous, now famous, Blackout Coin. And look how I get to show mine off now, thanks to Chad. That's right. Ooh, I got the that. full. Got the whole thing there. How but about that? I just realized, how do I hang this on the wall and also show it off every week? I know. So well, I'm not going to do that. We'll get you an extra one or something. I don't know. <laughs> You're allowed to have that. Uh, other geocaching items during the year, well as bonus content, invites to special events like the book club. Uh, book club? What are you talking about? The book club. Y'all read books. Uh, we do books. read books. Actual real books. You read real books. I love it. And uh, other geocaching uh uh, special events. We got one this Tuesday. We're going to do a special event for patrons. They can join and we're going to play Whiplash. Yep. And uh, it involves everybody. So uh, that's the beauty of that particular game is everybody gets to participate. So all uh, anybody who shows up, you are part of uh, making the decisions about who wins and who loses Jesse needs to lose this time, so just saying. Nope. Just talking to them. Because Gary's going to stack it against me. Peter. No, the good Peter. part is I don't. The good part is I don't do anything with it. It just I start up and it goes. Nobody so, believes you. Nobody believes little... you. You're stacking the deck. <laughs> no, no, I can't stack it because it just does its own thing. Which last time went a little dark. Last time, if you remember, it's a little. Uh, so anyway, so. Only for patrons. That is Tuesday night, 8 p.m. And uh, other special events. We've got things coming up soon. Uh, support levels start at 
as little as bison tube level, that's $3 a month. Well, let's jump right into show 239. We have a lot to discuss. Is Welcome back to the show, Nick Hubbard of Cashly. Welcome back. Thank you. Appreciate it. Nick and I have been on a lot of shows over many years, haven't we? And now, and Jesse yeah. too, but I remember well, there's a few. Cashly it's funny because when we refer to finding a geocache, we're just talking about Cashly. Right. Good. And it's not even, we're not really <laughs> trying to pump you up as much as we do, but that's the truth for us. We just, we just use Cashly. That's all we do. We don't even, we forget sometimes that people like, do it other ways. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, Good to hear. Someone bring up the other app. I'm like, what is that? I was like, oh, okay. Um, but uh, uh, while we have a moment, I do want to uh, uh, tell you thank you for your uh, gifts on Podcast of Hope. Yep. And, Absolutely. Uh, that was wonderful. Thank you for giving away coins during Podcast of Hope. We had a really, really good uh, experience doing that. So we appreciate that. Getting some echoing from, from you, Jesse, I think, maybe, possibly. Just volume, your own volume down a little bit. All right. Um, how funny, Adam. <laughs> Cashly is the official app of Carrot Killer and Lady, Lady Blackjack. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, interesting. We got some interesting things to talk about. Um, I left at the end, strangely enough, at the end, we'll talk about Cashly a little bit, if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get some updates on that. But <laughs> I guess, um, let's, let's start with, um, where do you want to start? You want to start with where I, the, where I go app? Cause that was probably the most sure. recent. Okay. Let's start with that. Um, which was kind of a surprise. I mean, Obviously, it wasn't surprised you. You you worked on it uh, completely, yeah. uh, but I remember Jesse saying that looks a lot like Cashly. I wonder <laughs> if Nick was involved. Um, and tonight we'll get some we'll we'll kind of work some stuff out as far as and tonight. And this would be a good point right now in that um, we're talking about where I go, the where I go app, which yep. is a that's a geocaching HQ app, but you helped work on it. I helped develop the most recent version. So there was a previous version and I still used a good deal of that code that had to do with parsing the, where I go cartridges and things like that. And then built a lot on top of it. So, gotcha. Yeah. So you were kind of contract. It was a contract job kind of. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, which um, it's wonderful. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I love it. Good, I know good. Uh, Jesse, though, being the, the connoisseur of where I goes. <laughs> love uh, where I goes. Are you a fan of the, the app well, as well? So here's the only problem, though. It works great. Okay. Half the reason why I liked okay. where I goes was because they were hard to use. <laughs> That's why no. I got into them in the first place, because everybody was like, oh, these crash half the time, and they're built wrong, and you can't even load them half the time. <laughs> but now I'm so hooked on them. It doesn't matter. I like them anyway. But yeah, it's it works great. I got to we got to use them last week in Texas, and we got to I got to use them locally. I've, I've retested some of the local where I goes with it that I've already found and or yeah. built, and uh, it it works almost too smooth. It, it takes the challenge out of where I go, so that's it's perfect. Hopefully, that's hopefully all the right. the crashing and the and the bugs that you talked about previously were fixed because there there was complaints about the cartridges crashing and things like that on the old version. And I, don't, I haven't seen too many crash reports on the new one. So no, and I can, I can tell you for a fact, they lots of the old ones would crash. 
yeah. the uh, on the old app. I, I know that for a fact. Which yeah, just raise the difficulty level, right? That, that makes it more <laughs> fun and challenging. Yeah, and, and on the new one, we tried to, or I tried to make it easier for people to get the cartridges. On the old one, it was difficult. You had to browse the website through the app, mm-hmm. um, and, and now you can just see a map and see the ones around you, or you know, yeah, zoom to a different location and and load them, and then quickly download them. Uh, right through the interface so it's yeah. it's much easier to get the cartridges and to play them um than it was previously and that's i wanted oh, yeah. to i wanted to get that barrier to entry down so that people yeah. could actually experience it well and that's the thing and i'm sure you and i don't understand the back end stuff so i'm not even gonna try to pretend like i do but i'm sure you used a lot of the old platform to kind of base the new one on because it it has a similar feel to it or whatever but it's like a it's a completely different experience for sure yeah, m- most of the the playing part um, used a lot of the same code. Uh, a lot of it was built for old devices way before even like the taller iPhones, which was like the iPhone five. So it was yeah. basically like iPhone four and below was the interfaces. Um, so there was a lot of work just to fix that to make it look good on the larger displays. Um, so there was a lot of uh, finessing and updating the user interface. Um, but yeah, essentially a lot of the code uh, of the playing and reading of the cartridges was the same so do you know the kind of the we didn't have all the information on this one a lot of times we talk to you frequently but we can't keep up with everything right obviously there's so much going on and you're so busy too but didn't they stop supporting the old app before this one came in like they didn't update it with some of the new ios stuff right the old app and then this one came out after that i think that's how i remember it happening the old app was on the old API. And so there was a lot of people couldn't log in. There was issues with, uh, what was it? Searching and different things like that. So it was essentially broken. And so right. it really needed an update. It needed a fix. Um, and that was one of the main thing was to move it over to the, the new API. And so that, that had to be done or else it wasn't. And, and, and in the process of that, there was things that Apple had now required that was already built into the old version. And those things had to be changed to submit a new version. Um, right, right. And so that was actually a lot of work as well and things that people would have never noticed and they still probably don't, but Apple required these changes that took a right. long time. So I, I remember for a short period of time, somebody in our, it's, I think it's somebody that's in the audience now too, but they messaged us and said, uh, because people are on top of things, right? Like they told us, Hey, the where I go app is no longer in, 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 yeah, in the Apple store. Yeah. <laughs> so after a minor heart attack, I started looking for answers. I was like, Oh my God. Like, didn't tell us good where I go. And then so it was a short transition period where it was gone and then the new one came out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this group, people that solve puzzles and run around the world for, for fun, they pick up on stuff immediately. And it was, it was yeah. a minor panic for, for a short period of time. Yeah. I was watching the forums and, and I saw that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. He was a little freaked out, but it worked out. Um, Teresa asking, I guess we probably need to, we, we probably do need to like, just clarify the fact yeah. that, uh, it's the where I go app is just like any other app separate. So you yeah, would standalone. It's not, it's not built, Adventure Labs, right? Yeah. Is that a good analog Adventure for that? Labs Adventure Labs Lab app example. separate. Right. It's still yeah. an HQ app, but it's separate. Yes, right. it it does not. It's not a component of Cashly. It doesn't essentially have anything to do with Cashly. No. Yeah. No. So separate, separate yep. app, separate icon. Yep. Separate icon, a separate everything. Cashly separate. Uh, yeah. as well, you know, just like anything else. So, um, yeah, just like Adventure Labs, correct. Very good. Correct, yep. Teresa. Um, it works great on this, this old 
this this really ancient iPhone, which I'm getting, re- I'm actually getting a new one, but uh, which is kind of cool to know that if you have an iPhone eight, I think this is an eight, it works great. It opens quickly. It it works great. I, I assume that, like you the, said, there's the range goes back to four or five. You said that was what the old code supported. Uh, I think I think okay. this the minimum version is iOS ten. Which uh, right. is iPhone I 5, yeah. I think. And, and most people have more than iPhone 5 nowadays. That's I think that's yeah. six years old, something like that. Yeah, yeah, very or, good. Or older, yeah. Yeah. Um, so a couple notes we want to mention for people about the where I go. Uh, there's a there. So there. So there. Uh, so you've you've already there's been an update on it, Nick already. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I'm on one five six. Yeah, that's the newest one, and that that added some additional filtering search options, as well as kind of indicating on the map if uh, you owned a Wergo or if you had found or if you had uh, if there was disabled. So just a couple different statuses that wasn't being shown before. It was just uh, it was missing a bunch of those statuses, kind of like Cashly shows you know something's yeah. disabled or enabled, or if you're the owner and there's oh, a star. Yeah. Um, so those cool. were kind of some of the updates, right? Where I go update included bringing the app up to date, new cat with the new geocaching API, as yeah. well as updated device uh, device sizes. Um, that's something I guess we probably want to mention up front is that um, you are well. Got to make sure we keep these separate, but where I go obviously is part of the API because it's yeah. geocaching's app, yep. but. Um, we'll talk about some other things tonight, which also is since you are a API partner. Yeah. Um, and that's something that, um, I think we will get into tonight, but mo- pretty much all the, pretty much all the apps that people might use, whether it be, we have a lot of Android people in the audience. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being along for the ride tonight. Uh, hopefully you'll learn stuff as well that's you know go oh hey I could do that as well because it might be uh, agnostic as they say as far as yeah. uh, you know you might learn something that fits for both iOS or Android but uh, most of the people that are out there that are the build them the major ones are all API partners and that's important yeah um, so. Another note, let's see, uh, added an ability to search your current area using a map or browsing other locations and seeing where I goes, which you could then easily download through the app, which is great. Yeah, uh, which the old app was lacking, kind of uh, viewing a map and seeing what was around you was not part of the old app. So Yeah, that's it was important. almost impossible to get uh, cartridge download in the old app. You had to, what the way I had to do it was, go to the web browser, download a cartridge, then send it over. And then every time Apple would update anything, it'd be different. Yeah. It'd be a different way to get down. And you can still do it. It just took you a really long time. It was very cumbersome and hopefully it didn't crash. Yeah. When I was, when I was working with the old code and, and trying to understand how it worked, it was very, very cumbersome and, and hard to get those cartridges downloaded, <laughs> even, even to test them. It was just yeah. very difficult. And, you know, and honestly, that's not to bash the old app because it was no. built at a time where the technology was definitely different. It has changed yeah. a lot since that yeah. was built. So yep. the, the pace it changes nowadays, I, I, well, 
I'm talking to you, so this is silly to say, but it <laughs> changes so frequently, right? I mean, all yeah, those updates you have to do all the time. It's it's you're always doing an update to the apps and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. I had one thing cool I, I wanted to bring up too while we're kind of wrapping up on talking uh, a little bit about where I go was let me find it again. Is uh, Kitty Catch? She says the new Where I Go app is fabulous. We have to remember Kitty Catch is in Australia, so mm. um, I guess there's really no. It's kind of like the you know, the Cashly app or the or any or or the um, you know the geocaching their app. Um, everything works pretty much in any country. Yeah. Yeah, so there isn't anything you really have to do specifically for different countries for where I go, or was it? Uh, The only thing that was added was localization or translation of language to German. So that's just the interface. Um, It wasn't cartridges. You couldn't download an English cartridge and then have it automatically translated. It was just the interface, you know. Um, But I think... Having Germany being, I think, about the second most popular place in the world right. for geocaching, or maybe even the first, um, sure. it was it was a no brainer to get that translated to German. Yeah. When cash lines as it definitely helps bring it to a wider audience, and like you were mentioning, yeah. it's a it's a lower entry, right? If if yeah. you're new to the game, which as we've said a million times, five million people joined during the pandemic. It, wow. You're not going to go through the motion of trying to deal with that old Where I Go app. It's good that they have the new that you have the new app now. So or that yeah. HQ has a new app. Yep, that you built. But because um, it, it that would scare somebody away in a heartbeat. Hey, this yeah, is a great game. Sure. Try this. I can't figure that out. You know. Right. Yeah, and the old one gave the impression that it was kind of dead. That Where I Go was dead. Uh, you know, just the icon and the app not filling your screen. If you had a larger device, it just felt like wow, this hasn't been updated in five years. It's probably not ever going to be updated. Well, it, it kind of breathes new life and it, it gives me hope because mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of worried that although we've been assured many times where I go is not going anywhere. Yeah. You hear that, but there's no updates and you're like, mm, are they going to keep it? There's a lot of other big projects they could work on. And sure. the fact that they have this new app is very encouraging for us. Huge where I go fans out there. So, yeah. Yeah. I like the fact that, that it, the downloaded cartridges are there. I don't have to like go redo them or anything like that. And so it's kind of nice. You can see the, whatever current downloaded ones I have, I can then pull, pull them up and go like, you know, I, I, if I don't do it that day, but I'm going to do it another day, all the, all the, all the, yeah, all the cartridges are ready to go again. And there's also, there. if you download it through the app, there's a, there's a correlation between the geocache and the, the cartridge. When cool. previously they were disconnected, and you had if you had a cartridge, you'd have no idea what cache it was associated with, <laughs> and now you have a little bit of association. You can tap on the info icon, and you can view the geocache and kind mm-hmm. of have those connected, which is helpful. Right. So, and again, the, there was people testing this. There was beta testers, and and you know people at HQ that were testing it. So these are not all concepts and, and ideas that I came up with myself. It was a lot of people uh, helping with this as well. Right. right. Yeah. Well, it brings where I go back to a viable icon type right it really wasn't for a while i mean you know we we could all still do them i mean we do all kinds of stuff right as cashers but your average cashier was not and that's they were extremely rare because people just didn't want to deal with them and makes it a lot easier to find them hopefully there'll be some improvements eventually on the builder part 
that's a different that's a different show. But uh, yeah, that, what Adam just said. Kara Killer mentioned the. Yeah, but at least the- there's tons of them out there, and the finding of them right now just got easier. So yeah, yeah. hopefully that'll encourage people to hide more, and then it'll you know generate more interest on that other side too. Yeah, yeah, that's something. Uh, Lindsay, thanks for mentioning. We, we'll we'll probably do that again. Uh, you know, not too distant future, we'll go back through about where I goes. Um, do you still have that favorite? Don't you, Jesse? The one that that's fairly new that is kind of what's the one we talked about the other day? Which you're hoping we could uh, here re- we go get resurrected. Here it's we not get. new, but it's it is out there. Okay. Not as well known as some of the other builders, but yeah, and we can. We'll have to get into the the builder show on a different one. Uh, yeah, that's definitely. that's a whole show, at least a show, because it's it can yeah. be done. There's, you know, a bunch of them out there, but it is there is an added level of difficulty to build a where I go as opposed to some other cache types. Yeah, but there's no builder on iPhone. It was part of her question. There's so. no builder on iPhone, but here we go is the one that's online. Yeah, so. You could you could access it right, but there is no iPhone builder. If there was, I promise you, I don't I don't it. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I'd be the first one to sign up for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ranger Fox is one that tends to be tends to be mentioned quite yep. often. Yep. yep, yep. That's also online. It's not an iPhone native app or anything. There's no right. Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, okay, so I let can let's let's move on to the next interesting topic that I think we can talk about. And again, uh, I'm going to follow your lead on this. Uh, 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 Way Markley. Way Markley. Yes. Way Markley. That's exciting. It's a, yeah, it'll, it'll be a new app having to do with waymarking. Uh, if anybody's ever used waymarking.com. So it's a separate, it's a separate game from geocaching, but, sort of similar in, in the sense that they are uh, you are visiting locations or finding locations uh, that are interesting. Yeah. Um, there's no physical container or anything like that, but it's, it's, it's a very similar game and, and the app uses the Cashly kind of framework and design. Uh, so if people are familiar with Cashly, they're going to be very familiar with using the Waymarkly app. So, and you use your same geocaching.com login. There's a lot of integration with that. It's an, it will be an official partner app. Um, right. But people that used to use uh, waymarking.com, they were limited to the website. It was, it was a little clunkier. It was difficult to browse a map. Um, the website right. hasn't been updated in a little while. Right. And so at least the beta testers that have used so far, including people at HQ have been really excited uh, about the prospect of, um, getting this out to the general public because everybody so far has really loved it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, um, we talked about a little before the show that, you know, Jess and I both haven't really, haven't done way marks of, of late. And what's interesting about that is that, um, you know, w- with an app, you clearly would do more way mark. You know, it would be easier to, to, to do a way mark, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's hard to do now. The fact that you have to go, Oh, uh, I can I either try to pull up, uh, you know, pull up, pull it up on my browser and then try to clunkily go through that. Or I mean, sure. it's just so easy to have an app for it, which is, and that's crazy. impractical. Who's going to do that yeah. out in the field, right? You're not no, going to do not. that. So yeah, without an app, you're, you're not going to, 
it, it, it would never. Well, I mean, I can't say that because tons of people actually do it right now. Some people use the, the browser on their phone <clears throat> and yeah. do it that way. So, <laughs> yeah, rough. For me, it wasn't a yeah. viable option, but apparently a lot of people do. And Gary and I have met people at what year was that in Texas that they were having a Waymark meetup? Yeah, they were. Which I didn't, Gary and I were quite shocked. Yeah. We, we kind of forgot about it as a, a separate aspect of the game. And, you know, it's logged in and we've done it before. And like we talked about before the show, yeah. the tie into geocaching is if you like challenges, which many of us do, there are still challenges out there for finding waymarks. You can't do it under the new rules, but there are still old challenges out there. Yeah. That, that is cool. I did not even think about that until you brought it up. And you said you'd found, what, like 50, 50 challenges out there for waymarks, Jesse? Uh, a rough search immediately showed uh, 51 challenges out there. Now, that's just searching by the ones that had actually waymark in the name of the challenge. So there may yeah. be more, you know, that have multiple sure. things. But just doing a quick search... Right, which is the only reason I even heard about waymarks in the first place was because of the challenge. Yeah, that yeah. I was introduced to him in the first place. So, so you got people that are they've never done it. They're you know they get a chance to do some waymarks for the first time. Just download the app. Well, once it's available, when download it's the app and go. Yeah, but a lot of the people that I've uh, that are beta testing and that I've talked to, they want to do both, so they can geocache and then they want to see also the waymarks. You know, on the way to the geocache. Um, so they want to do both at the same time rather than maybe do waymarking at one time period and then geocaching at another time period. Mm -hmm. So there, there will be integration between the two. You'll be able to send uh, waymarks over to Cashly and you can put them in an offline list. And so you could see all of those types on the map. And then when you go to a waymark, uh, it'll pop you back over to the Waymarkly app and you could, you could log it over there. So there is some integration between the two if you want to be doing geocaching and waymarking at the same time. Um, and then... Another thing is if you've purchased my premium offline maps, yes. you won't have to purchase those a second time. And it actually oh, uses nice. uh, shared data. So you won't have to download things twice. They'll just appear in the other app if you're using those maps in you know, the, the other app. So, right. Yeah. And just to kind of make another clarification here is that uh, Waymarkly uh, is your app. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Uh, obviously, APA partner, so it works with yes. that. But that's not. Uh, we'll call it owned by geocaching. It's really owned by you. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, um, but very cool. So yes, iOS. Somebody was asking earlier. Yes, iOS. You're not. Yeah. It's for you're iOS. not crossing over right now. Sorry. Yep. Sorry, Android. <laughs> sorry, Android. Um, but um, so it'll 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 be. In in some ways, if people are familiar with Cashly, you feel like that people using Cashly, they're going to be, they'll feel like th th they'll be a, they'll be already kind of get an idea of what Waymarkly Waymarkly will look like in a sense. Yes, the interface is very much the same. It's a different color scheme, uh, but the UI and everything, the feel of it is is very much similar to Cashly. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, Go is ahead. it kind of like, and we haven't seen it, so that's why we're asking the questions or whatever. Sure. But so when somebody opens this up, how does this, in general, how will the Waymark app work? Kind of like Cashly, where there's different icon types, because yeah. Waymark has like tons. And honestly, we're not as familiar with Waymarking, even though we've been in the game a long time, right? But 
Sure. There's different types and things like that. Will they be able to search by types? Because there's categories. Yeah, there, there's like a whole new there's, game. Yeah, so there's the same uh, where you can see, you can browse on the map. You can see all the, the icons on the map. It will show the different icon types, which are different category types. Cool. You can browse categories. Uh, you can save them offline, just similar to Cashly. Um, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> yes. Apple. Always time to buy an Apple. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you can see this, but this is essentially the, Sorry, the interface... Yeah, oh, yeah, you okay. see all the you know you see all the little pins on the map. Oh, cool! And they all have yeah. icon types, uh, and you know, sim- similar to Cashly, you you tap it and it pops up. Right. Oh, yeah. With, nice. with the option, so people will be used to it. They will be used to uh, how to interact with it, how to load uh, waymarks and and things like that. But but again, it has the categories, which is different than than geocaching. So you can view all these different categories. You know, you can start out with. Uh, you know, historical places, and then you get deeper into more categories and subcategories, mm-hmm. and then you can either view the waymarks for that category or go deeper into more subcategories. So it's um, those kind of things are different than geocaching. Um, and then there's filtering options uh, cool. for searching and things like that. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think the, you've mentioned it yet, but Waymarkly is not out yet. It will be out though. It is not out yet. I, I'm hoping early summer is kind of like my hope, right. um, but it's it's very close to being finished, um, and then. I'll, I'll try to make announcements about it and, sure. and let people know I'm, I've created a separate Facebook group, but I still kind of post things on the Cashly user group. So people yeah. know. Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, um, and somebody asked, do you publish, would you go to the website still to publish a new way mark or could you do that through the app? Still not a way to do it through app. Just, just like every geocaching app, you can't publish right. a geocache through any yeah. app. Um, there will be a link. Uh, if you go to categories, <clears throat> which again is different than geocaching, but if you go to, for example, like a, a category for a historical uh, statue or something like that, there there will be an interface in Cache where you can pop up uh, creating a new waymark for that category so you don't have to drill down on the website to find that category again. Um, so it'll be a little bit of a help. Um, and it shouldn't be too hard through the through the app. But again, yeah, you do have to use the website to, to submit a new one. Cool. Yeah. I see a lot of integration back and forth, even though you can't do challenges now. Obviously, it's an overlapping crowd, without a doubt, right? But yeah, uh, that doesn't mean you couldn't do a puzzle related to some Waymark categories, which I suspect with more people getting access to it now, not that they didn't have access to it before, but easy access, yeah. more people get into the game. I suspect we'll see some puzzles pop up that are interrelated. It's such a close game. I mean, it's owned by geocaching.com, but it's such a close game. Yeah. I can see a lot of back and forth there. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see more people using it. Just get more uh, more people trying it out that have never never heard of it or just never tried it because of there not being a mobile app for it. Yeah. Well, Here's one that I don't even I have no idea what the answer to this one is. Oh, this Silly is question: separate. Can I airdrop a cartridge to another device? That's back on. You talking about where back to where I go? Uh, you can from your Mac if you have a Mac. You can and you have the cartridge on your desktop. Yeah, you can airdrop it to your phone and it will open the Waymark or the the Where I Go app. Uh, but you can't send one from like one phone to your iPad. Uh, there's not okay. an interface to send a cartridge from device to device. And apparently, there's already plenty of puzzles based on where mar- way marks. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Shows yeah. what I know. <laughs> hey, it's good to know, though. Hey, I like uh, to learn new stuff too, right? So that's great. I was surprised that uh, popping up. I knew there was a lot, but apparently, they passed the nine hundred thousand mark for way marks. So yeah, there's a lot there's around a the lot. world. Yeah, you could really get after it. Uh, we joke about wheat Jesus, wheat Jesus. 
Apparently, there's way marks in that's in, in Kansas by that's Mingo. Colby. So. Yeah, that's near Mingo. Uh, there's a famous billboard called people call it Wheat Jesus because it's in a wheat field and there's Jesus, so it's called Wheat Jesus. Uh, Interesting. But anyway, and it's famous yeah. in Kansas. So famous. It's a landmark in Kansas, and hmm. of course, it's a white mark. Um, and then uh, the uh, the now famous uh, Mingo plaque has a waymark on it. It has a couple waymarks on it. Couple waymarks on it. Okay, yeah. cool. So there you, you can go. create waymarks for almost almost anything. I, I created one because I needed to test it for the app for a, a local historic church in my area. Yeah, and perfect. Well, it's it's different important. than submitting a geocache because every category has different requirements for submission. So it's interesting because yep. somebody owns each category, and so it's a different person um, that's created kind of the the rules for how to submit uh, a waymark for that category. That's oh. interesting. Yeah. Bert Turtle says, I use Waymark to solve puzzles. He says, don't tell anybody. You just told us, Bert Turtles. What are you going to do now? I mean. We're not telling anybody. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody's okay. listening. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we use every tool at our disposal to uh, solve puzzles, right? That's that's how that's supposed to work. Yep. <laughs> I'm really interested to see, and I'm sure you'll be tracking numbers, and, and you and HQ together will be tracking numbers as well, too. But I'm really just interested to see how this will affect Waymarking traffic. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be a huge boost to it. So, I hope so. Yeah, uh, I like what you, you know. Like you've, I think we mentioned a lot here already. Uh, viewing the waymarks, uh, view logs, view images. That that's gonna be great. Uh, All the normal normal stuff that's similar to geocaching. Yeah, yeah. And Waymark still has their version of of challenges. Too. We're gonna have to do a whole show on Waymark, the actual Waymark stuff, because. So many of us are so far behind, but they've got those, um, like the group scavenger hunts, and there's, there's so much to it. There's, yeah. there's a lot, and, and those, like those are the kind of things that that I'm no waymark expert. I'm just the developer of this app. Uh, right. So those kind of things, yeah, like I the the group, uh, whatever you were saying, I saw those on the website, and I don't even know what those are. There's scavenger hunts. Yeah, the yeah, scavenger they have, hunts. They have it's, a whole, hunts it's a whole other like component. Yeah, there's a whole other component of the website that I is not part of the app. Yeah. So, they both- so we're going to have to have – with this, this is going to obviously make people more interested in, in waymarking. So yeah. we're going to have to – because Gary and I are not experts in waymarking. So we're going to no. have to bring an, an, expert, an expert on for sure. Yeah. That's a good idea. Most definitely. Uh, Educate us. But you can see, Mike, right here, I'm logged in with my geocaching geoca- – yep. you know, G-Slink and Slinky model. So I got my – you know. I'm connected to geocaching.com uh, in that mm-hmm. sense. So I'm yep. logged in. Yeah, see, 900,000 waymarks. So the best. That is a lot. 73,000 historical markers, 27,000 plus war monuments, 6,800 museums, 5,200 local tourism act, act attractions, thousands of others. That's the one thing I do. I, you know, we, we I guess we kind of joke about, or we kind of something. I guess Jesse, you and I both joke about, or at least I joke about the fact that you go, oh, uh, McDonald's has a waymark, blah blah blah. Yeah. But there are some, there are I think some good things that if you're not familiar with an area, like they mentioned here, things like 
Well, benchmarks. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of cross state signs. There's a lot of things in there that yeah that wouldn't be necessarily always appropriate for a cash edit, but and kind of the history of this is it was part of result of virtuals going away at one point, right? I think right. This at least that's the rule that you've always heard. So well, um, yeah. From from what I understood was this waymarking actually geocaching was a category of waymarking in the beginning and then it split out to its own game is right. what I would told, was told by some, uh, by a lackey. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and if you ignore all the silly ones, like, you know, McDonald's and stuff like that, like you said, there right. are some really cool things. I, you know, even searching my area, there's some super cool historical places around my area that I never knew about. And, and, right. and you can filter by category. You can filter out all that, the silly stuff, you know, the restaurants and stuff, Right. but there is some really, interesting fun things um in nature as well as like in the city and stuff right i mean here's one in yeah. st joe's missouri that's you know so you can learn about local some of the local things that you may not be familiar with just because you're like oh i didn't know that was yeah. in town you know, like you well said. and uh yep. to wade marking's defense geocaching is not immune from low quality hides either there's, <laughs> true there's a couple true. you know <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get into negative stuff, right? But uh, there are good and bad caches, just like there's good and bad waymarks and, and yeah. everything else. So, yeah. Um, but there's some neat stuff in there for sure. And for me, you know, we've been in the, Gary's been in the game longer than me. I've only been in the game about 11 years, maybe now, 10 years or so, 11 years. Yeah. Um, anytime I can find a new area that I have not really just totally worn out, it excites me. So this yeah. is pretty neat, the fact that there's something brand new I can dive into for a while. And you know how we go crazy when we get into a new thing for a while. So <laughs> you just go completely overboard and, and do it 24-7. Yeah. It's always boring. good to do in a game that you've been in for 10 years, right? So Yeah. Uh, Daniel mentioning, we need to probably clarify, you know, finding a way mark also count as finding a cache. It, it, it does not. No. No. It's a separate well, count. Separate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't show up on your geocaching.com stats because, again, they're separate. But yeah. you do have stats on Waymark. You can go look. I mean, Jesse did. You did one for a challenge, right, Jesse? So you had like 40 or more. Um, I did. That's how I got into it originally, and it was for uh, 350 Waymarks. Okay. So that's you how did. I originally got into cool. it, and so kind of dived in and – and did a bunch of waymarks after that, right? And there's there's user profiles in in Waymarkly similar to Cashly where you can see mm -hmm. your your stats, you can see your finds, your hides. Well, they're called visits instead of uh, finds, visits. But, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Are some waymarks also virtual cache or earth caches? Um, I would say probably so. Uh, I don't think so. Just by the nature of be overlap, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you yeah. mean like similar location yeah they're not right. listed. Yeah, the yeah. same listing for but sure they have the same location but yes absolutely i, I know they are because i've run it i've run across those before yeah oh yeah and yeah jeff wants to mention they are pre-moratorium yep absolutely so but there's still a lot of there's still a lot of challenges out there i don't know what the total pre-moratorium challenges are jeff probably knows he's he does challenge talk he's our challenge mm -hmm. talk expert so uh, he could probably tell us but uh Anyway, yeah, very cool. Um, what, uh, let's see, are there more questions? 
I think as people get into it, they'll, you know, because a lot of people are familiar with way marking, but it hadn't been practical, right? I mean, yeah, we're talking about even even way less practical than downloading an old cartridge and where I go, right? So we're stepping up even yeah. further than that. Yeah. It was just not really because it was separate, even though you log yeah. in the same and you know it's owned by HQ and everything, and you know that Waymarking is a, a geocaching product. Yeah, it just seems separate and and unrelated, and you couldn't. I, I, people do it, obviously. So I'm being yeah. silly when I say that, but it was not practical to get out there and pull up a web browser and, and do that. It was just super hard to do. Yeah, yeah. So. It really was sort of screaming for an app because I I didn't the only way. I I did one, and we'll talk about something else here briefly before we get into Cashly, but uh, I did one one day because I was doing different icons. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't, doesn't show up in Project GC, but for me personally, I wanted to just do everything I could think of, and I'd done 10, I did 10 icons uh, in a day, and I thought, oh, I'm going to do, do a waymark just because I want to add whatever I could think of and did a benchmark and a waymark and yeah. – you know, just trying to think about uh, all the different things I could possibly uh, do in the same day, which kind of brings us to the next question, which is some people mentioned uh, or brought up also in the chat room, which is uh, benchmarks. And so I guess give us an update from Cashley's perspective and maybe what you have heard as far as any discussions with geocaching.com. So where are we at on benchmarks? Sure. There's there's not a benchmarkly app or, or going to be. Um, I, there is a category in uh, waymarking for benchmarks. And I think that uh, somehow migrating all of the benchmarks from you know the benchmarking website and things like that will be beneficial i think the ones that are there were just created by users they weren't like imported um but i think that's the way to go is to somehow get all those into the other product Uh, because yeah i think that old database of of benchmarking is is just so old and there's not there's not any plans for an api for that or for an app right yeah yeah it i mean it's something that we've just have talked about i'd love i i'd I'd still love to see it i mean uh, um I have an app. It's not really an app. It's a. Uh, this is kind of like what you're saying. What people did with Waymark is I have a link. I have a well app. I have a link on my phone to ngs.noaa.gov. Yeah, that's which, the database or the text files, mm-hmm. basically for benchmarks. Right. So I yep. can kind of pull them up, sort of. This is my crude version of an app for it. Um, yep. If people are wondering. If you want to do something like that on your phone, you could. I know that um, there's some discussion on in Android. I think there may be something that Android uses that's similar. They don't really have a. Uh, they it's have not easy like, to do. Yeah, it's a similar it's thing. Just, like that. Yeah, there's a way to convert the text files to a GPX, and I think there's a website that can do that, and then you can actually import those into Cashly. Um, users have done that, so that's that's kind of a yeah. long route. Yeah. Right. But you can't log them from there. No. Sure. But right. Right. But yeah. Uh, kind of. I mean, I would say I'm, I'm kind of bummed that they don't have one because in geocaching.com, I can go look and see all the benchmarks I've ever uh, found on, inside the app. So 
It didn't count as your fine count. It's not a geocache no. find. No, but it shows up still on the app. Or yeah, should, yeah. It, it, not the app. It on shows up. It shows up on my account within geocache. It does. It show, does show up as an icon under there. Just if you find ten more tomorrow, your fine, your smiley count doesn't go up. No, but it does show. It does have them listed. Yeah, it does. So I mean, it, some people have done. I mean, you did, you did a ton of them. I mean, I don't have anywhere near the number of. I've done several. Yeah, and I did them for challenges. So, no, I anything don't. that a challenge has ever been based on, I've done it. So I do those based on that in the past. Pre moratorium, you can't do it anymore. I understand that, but yeah, I think they're cool personally for when I'm hiking and you're out in the middle of nowhere and there's yes. a you know one on the top of a mountain or something like that. That's yeah, pretty cool to see for me. That's the ones I definitely like, and there's there's several. Uh, we're getting off topic, obviously. Benchmarks is not what we're talking about. But, well, we we'll talked about briefly, but it's but they are in way marking, so you will be able to go after them and find a way to log. There is a way to log them now. Right. Yes, not but now. not all this of them. It, it, yeah, the database. Right. It's not like the database was imported, but there is still quite a few that have that are in there. Right. Yeah. And hey, maybe that's a challenge. Maybe people will get out there and start putting every single one transfer of them, them over now, and yeah, have a way to to log. It's user input, but. There's ones that have never been found, never been logged on geocache.com. Really? So that's a pretty cool thing, you know, and, and the fact that they've been out there since the game started, and, and there's definitely ones that people have not found. So yeah, um, now a there's a practical idea. way to possibly do that. I know it's a roundabout way, but for those benchmark hunters out there, it's it's a category and waymarking, and now you have an app for it. If there's a benchmark there, if, and if you find one that's not, make one. Yeah. So be cool if, if somebody – had t- you know, talked to geocaching.com and said, hey, let's import all the benchmarks. Of course, then that would be probably a mess to try to get all... What I mean by that is putting them all into Waymark. I, I, I've i started a discussion with them about that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Daniel's one has another question. We'll, we're going to get actually <laughs> some too tonight, but uh, he's asking about... Uh, oh, I pulled the wrong one. I'm sorry. We'll get to you in a minute. Okay. Jeff. For Nick, is there a chance of a letterbox leak? What he means by that is not the hybrids, but the original true letterbox. Yeah. Whole different company. I know. Yeah. It, yeah. Not related to geocaching.com at all. I guess I don't know anything about that. So probably not. Yeah. Letterbox yeah. is, I assume, it's still out there. Just it is. So there was something before uh, the yeah. geocache yeah. type? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, letterboxing has been around for yeah the original version of it, which is it's still out there, and they hand carve stamps, and it's a yeah. whole different website. And it this is not intended as any disrespect to that website. It's not geocaching.com. So if anybody no. hears this and goes, "I'm going to go check that out," don't expect the same level of sophistication as you get no. with geocaching. Right? It's not the same. It. There is yeah. information out. It's kind of like going after benchmark or something like that. It's technically the information's out there, but there's not a super easy user friendly way no. to do it at all. In yeah. fact, isn't that kind of the wasn't that kind of the 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 selling point for a letterbox is that you have to follow old school like go to the go to this tree and take a ride and take fifty steps and Said letterboxers look at geocachers with suspicion <laughs> and vice versa. So, <laughs> Marcel is correct because letterboxers they 
it's a whole like I said, it's a whole different thing because they it's it's a game that's not even related and I'm sure they're not happy with the fact that we call letterbox hybrids letterboxes, I guess. Is that Jesse's a good way to put it? <laughs> It's just two separate games, right? It's actually a little different. So it letterboxes is. are done differently than letterboxes are in geocaching, our hybrid version. And I'm sure they went when they went about that, they contacted people first. They didn't just rip somebody off, you know. Yeah, and That's not geocaching's way. So I'm sure there were some discussions there. But, yeah, it's a completely different game. Now, if the other letterboxing game had an app built by you, I'd go play that. But I right. tried, and it was horrible. You try to do it, and it's not yeah. maintained. If they don't have the... Re- they don't have the reviewer infrastructure. They don't have any of that no. stuff like we have. Yeah. And uh, I tried because you know I have daughters and we play every kind of outdoor game. Yeah. It was not usable. They may have changed it in the last couple of years, but now again, he asked a question, so we're going to say it. If they had an app that was a workable app, like like these that you're building, it'd be a resurgence. But that's yeah. a whole different. It's a whole different game, different company, and everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. So let's. Let's switch gears now, if we can, and let's talk a little bit about uh, where we are uh, with with Cashly, which is yeah. the main. Well, you're gonna have you gonna have your work cut out with the extra. Yeah, you got a lot of apps now. Extra app now, buddy. Uh, but um, Cashly, incredible. You know, it, it it's. Um, the, I'm sorry that Android, uh, we, we, you know, doesn't have. I mean, they have. They have apps, and I've been in discussions with people who are like, oh, this is great. And I'll go, does it do this? And they go like, uh, well, I go, okay, well, Cashly does that, you know. Uh, does it do this? Uh, yeah, sort of. So uh, I kind of, you know, I'm very, very loyal to – we're biased because that's we what we biased. use exclusively. So. I, I appreciate the bias. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we are currently, let me see, because I'm always careful to make sure to look. It's you can just tell me. But. 6.1 point something. I think it's not 12. Is that what it is? Boy, I should know. <laughs> the, okay. the, the last... Don't you know, the last bad. little uh, ones have just been kind of bug fix releases. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's getting up there on the small, the minor versions. Yeah. I got six one twelve, but yeah, okay, twelve. That's the last one. Six one twelve. Yeah, um, and at this point, I, you know, I'm not releasing any features until seven point oh, um, yeah. unless it's something that HQ releases, and I'm trying to get it out there. Um, which was like the attribute search. Uh, I released that in I think six dot one and that was kind of a, a bigger or maybe it was 6.1. something okay. um, it was a bigger feature but released on a, a minor release um so i know that uh from reading the um you know for, on the different forums about and website and different groups that i know we're in that point that transition point that's tough i know for you because uh i saw one just today somebody was asking and you were like that is scheduled for seven for seven. So, is I know you can give kind of a. Uh, we've asked before. It's like, is that a summer release? You think or Cashly Seven? Sometimes it's hard to know since it's not. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm not geocaching.com. 
right. it's it's not my full time job to develop Cashly, so it's harder to come up with a, a deadline for yeah. for release. Okay. So I, I hope I hope this summer would be would be the goal. Okay. Um, and and you know I have a feature list of all these features that we that I want to add. Sometimes once I get into developing a feature and my beta testers test it, I'm like, boy, this one's taking a lot longer than expected. Um, and so it kind of pushes right. out a release. So tentatively, it would be this summer would be my hope. Okay. Yeah. Do you, so you don't feel like there'll be a another six point something at this at this stage? The next stage is going to be seven, right? Or do you think there'll be another six point something? Uh, I don't have plans for 6.2, but right. definitely the there would be uh, any little micro releases for right. major bugs that come up for sure. Yeah, because right. I, I have two different branches of the code, and so if I need to release something that's based on the you know 6.1.12 code, I can make those right. little fixes and release that, and that's separate from you know the 7.0 stuff that I'm working on. Right. Yeah. Now, do you have to keep because you got to keep your eye in several different directions as a developer. So you got to keep your eye on what all the information you're getting from geocaching.com, but also you got to watch yeah. what's happening from Apple. Yes. Right. So and you have to big, kinda, right. Go ahead. Their big developer conference happens in June. And so that's when they'll announce iOS 15 and all the new features. And then usually the release of that is in September. So as a developer, I have to think about, Oh, these new features that they're coming out with, you know, how could that, make Cashly right. better. You know, a lot of them aren't geocaching you right. know, centered, of course, but right. they could enhance the game somehow. Um, kind of like with some of the, the things recently, um, like adding the um, uh, images to, to personal notes that used an iCloud feature that was available in iOS 13. And so if you're below iOS 13, you don't even see that feature in Cashly. You can't save images to your personal notes, but if you are on iOS 13, then you can. So some of those things... When they released them, Apple released them, I was able to create new features in Cashly. So gotcha. Yeah. So you so that kind of like you said, you gotta factor in, let's see, if I'm gonna <laughs> if Cashly seven is here, you know, is 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 trending toward this date, and then you know that September Apple's trending toward this date, you have to kinda like you said, you gotta kinda think about when when you release things because you don't want yep. things because obviously you don't want both to come out at the same time because who knows what September is going to look like and you don't want you know what I mean that, like I, I could see where you're trying to you got to kind of juggle some things yeah and you also have to be test beta testing the iOS 15 version that de Apple developers will get making sure that there's no nothing's crashing on that um, just as preemptively like fixing those issues for when the September release. Cool. And, and then there's also HQ releases API updates to us developers. So there could be those kind of things coming out, new features on their end that I'll want to integrate that I didn't even, you know, think about or know that was going to be coming out. Mm. So, right. Because, yeah. um, how in a, in a general sense, how often do they, notify you of api changes or is it not on a not on a consistent schedule i don't think there's a consistent schedule okay um in in 2020 there was uh maybe like three different api updates okay and we would get emails all of all the developers that are in the program right. would get emails about it i think the last one was was last september but there is a few things even from a year ago that i haven't integrated in cashly um 
for example, like you can, um, there's an API for bulk uh, uploading or visiting trackables before it would have to be like if somebody wanted to visit 10 of them that were in their inventory, they would have to make 10 API calls and, and HQ released an update where you can do up to 50 at one time with one API call. And that was like last March. I just haven't had a chance to add that to Cashly. So that will be in 7.0 and it'll make it quicker and easier for users to, you know, to, especially if they have a bunch of them that they visit for every single geocache, you know, there's right. people that are really into trackables and they want to like visit like 50 or something like that. Right. Um, it'll make that much easier than sitting there and waiting for all those logs to just get, you know, the visit logs happening to the API. Well, and it's funny because you say visit 50, for the people that are really into trackables, that's a low number. That's <laughs> people that are really I was into trying, I was trying to go really low. <laughs> hundreds of everything. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, again, like waymarking, and we mentioned benchmarks and where it goes and everything else, people that are into a certain category, they're generally deep into it. So they, they love this one little feature yeah. change that you do in here, and I know we're going to talk about in a minute. That yeah. it, Some of us may never even realize that it's in there, and some people will use that every single day as, as something that's their main objective. So yeah. it's yeah, got to be especially an odd the trackable thing. thing. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've gotten emails from specific people and they're like, you know, I'm trying to visit 150 trackables for every geocache. And it just, you know, it's something's happening. And I was like, I've never even tested that, you know, amount of trackables visited. <laughs> so you're, you might be running into bugs that I've never even experienced. Right. But yeah, so... We'll take a few minutes right now. I guess we we talk about kind of what sort of a sneak peek into into seven. Uh, a couple of things you noted: uh, major Cashly watch app, yeah, updates, redesigned okay. redesigned app uh, and rebuilt uh, to include a, a lot more features. So yeah, okay. waypoints, uh, corrected coordinates, which we're missing from before. Um, oh, Jesse, show yeah. off. I got mine right there. Show again, That's Jesse. Awesome. That's it. Yep. Logs, uh, view your personal notes, uh, and there's more uh, attributes, things like that you'll be able to view. So it's, it will be a more full-featured geocaching app on your watch, not just kind of like a little component. It's more way full-featured. So it's it, it's pretty cool to sit there and, and browse logs and view images and things like that on your on your watch, at least Very if you're cool. into Apple Watch. Yeah, Apple Watch. I would think with Apple Watch, the biggest thing that's going to control what you do with it is what Apple allows on the apple watch because they keep updating it and there's yeah new features added i mean it, it's it changes a lot since it's first come out the watch has so yeah and i think the best hardware update the apple released was the compass because i had been waiting for years and years yeah. and years for a real compass and then with the series the series five they released the real compass and so now cashly can actually use a real compass on your watch as be oh, before nice. it was just using gps direction that you were moving the course uh, direction right. which was really poor right yeah Guess I'm getting uh, a new Apple Watch. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, you need the Series Five for the the Compass. Okay, get Series Five. There you go. Yeah. Um, so live search templates. What 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 can we talk about with that? Yeah, so that's for when you're on the live tab, and you know, there's all those search options, and people have requested in the in the past. You know, I have to toggle these on and off, and change the you know the options, and then when I want to go do something else, you know, those are all lost. So oh, now it's going to be templates oh. similar to offline filtering templates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can you can set a bunch of options and you can save that and then go to a different template or just kind of go back to defaults and then you can load that other one again. So you can 
name a bunch of them. You can have them for different kind of uh, trips or different kind of uh, you know challenges you're doing. And so you can just load those and, and unload those uh, kind of on the fly. So I like make, that. Yeah, it'll yeah. make it a lot easier to just have a bunch of different categories of searches that you want to do. Love it. Yeah. That'll be very handy. We, we do a lot of that. I use that filter nonstop when we're out searching. And I, I cache different ways with different groups or even on different days. But a yeah. lot of it's the same every time. It's just those different set things. That'll be very convenient. Yeah, and they was, these will be synced across devices. So people that use an iPad and an iPhone, those will appear on both devices uh, if, you have, if you're logged into iCloud. So that's how we sync it. Nice. Yeah. Um, native H, uh, the, yeah, next one. Native HQ Solution Checker Integration. Yeah, so that's another one that HQ released to partners, I think, last March. And it's just something that I hadn't had right. a chance to integrate. Um, and especially since they added a new attribute for that, and you can filter by attributes, you can actually just filter for those kind of, I mean, if you wanted to, you could actually just filter for those kind of caches right. uh, on the live tab and, and see those. I think more oh. and more people are using the, the native checker than Very some cool. of those other ones, certitude and, and stuff like that. <laughs> some so. inside templates, yay. <laughs> uh, okay, Very. Uh, I like that, yeah. Because the, the solution checker, it's there, and now integrated into Cashly, that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, option to view all, way, all waypoints on all caches. Yeah, so this is something that's been requested for a long time by users as well as some of my beta testers. You know, as if you're going to a, a cache and there's waypoints of a, another cache on your trip or on your, right. you know, on your hike, you're going to miss those. Um, so now you can just, you can show all of those and you can see them and then you can visit those other waypoints. So you can toggle those on and off really quickly. You can, uh, turn off certain kind of waypoint types. If you don't want to see parking locations, if you don't care about those, um, that can be turned off and you never see those on the map. Um, and then there's, yeah, like I said, there's a kind of a quick toggle that you can use now to kind of flip those on and off. Um, so it's helpful for people that are interested in seeing that. Yeah. And that'll be on the live map and on on offline. Yeah, I always like um, those uh, in the settings where you can um, you can toggle them. Those are always nice. The, all the different things you can yeah. toggle, yeah, is nice. So you can kind of pick, you pick and choose what you want or what you don't want, just like yeah. that. You know, yeah, and, and, and that nice. option will be off by default. We're not forcing that on on users by any means, right? Yeah. But it's nice to have it's nice to have that yeah. possibility so. option. Yeah, yeah. Uh, many, many more major features that will be announced in the future. I like that. <laughs> more to come. Yeah. More to come. Yeah. This is this is one of the probably the largest feature releases that I can think of in, in a long time. So I will wow, be announcing yeah. you know a lot of the the upcoming features. So quite quite a list of features that I've been working on. That is great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I Do you still that, get a lot of requests for features? I know you keep that open and you let people send in requests and you, you do a good job of communicating with people. Are you still getting yeah. a lot of requests for new things? Yeah, all the time. I, I, I think it was last week or the week before I put a question out on social media uh, and on the Facebook group about you know new features, looking for ideas. And there was probably, I think, like 300 comments on there um, of just different ideas. A lot of them I replied to and said, hey, this will be in 7.0. Um, some of them were obscure or, you know, too difficult, things like that. And I said, you know, I 
you know, I couldn't respond to every single one, but a lot of them were great ideas. A lot of them were already ones that were planned. Um, so it's just, a, I, I enjoy doing that because I can see ideas from a wide variety of people. Yeah. Is there a common request that you get that is just impossible currently? Uh, yeah, message center. Oh, yeah. Integrated oh, yeah. message center. Yeah. Not allowed. Since since you brought that up, why is that not impo- why is that impossible currently? Uh, privacy is what I've been told, and that's understandable because you would be seeing private messages, uh, third party, a third party person that's not a employee of HQ would be seen or be able to access the private conversations of users. So that's especially in like the UK with GDPR or whatever yes. it's called. Uh, yeah. I think that would be yep. a big privacy issue. Um, so that's what I've been told. So yeah, that actually makes sense though. I mean, that really does. So yeah. And, and I don't think a lot of people understand that there's no like disclaimer that I pop up and it says, you know, it's a privacy issue. That's why I can't do it. You know? So I just have to educate people about why it's not possible. So what, uh, so Brian's asking, what is your favorite <laughs> new feature for 7.0? Uh, oh boy, probably, Probably some features that I haven't talked about yet that are still on the list will, oh, will be cool. my favorite. So Good. I won't say. We're looking forward to ah, it. Teaser. I like it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, I'm assuming Rich is how I can say this one. Oh, Rich uh, is one of my beta testers. Yeah. Uh, he yep. sounded like he had quite a lot of knowledge. I assumed he was one of your beta testers. Um, <laughs> Since some ideas were already in Cashly, so the post was an educational moment. Yeah. Brings up a He's, great point. Um, yeah. Gary and I are both what I would call heavy, heavy users of Cashly, and, and many of the people are here. And still at some point we, we're talking and I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that feature would do that. Or, there's so many features, even True. if you use it every single day, which we literally do. Yep. There's so yep. many features in there. It's hard to remember everything that it does. There, there's so much. Yeah. yeah. There, there's times that I forget. I'm like, is that <laughs> is that in there? And, and that's I think that's another problem is that I think the the one thing that's lacking is documentation and my beta testers have done a great job because they, we have a wiki page um, oh, cool. that documents, you know, a lot of the features, but I think it, it could use a lot of work. And so that's something I hope to do in the future. But again, it's like the secondary thing after developing features is I think about, Oh, I need to document these and let people know right. about right. these things. Um, and is again, as, as a small business and a side project, it's, it's hard to do. Oh so what yeah. Was that? Is that a public wiki page? It's a public wiki page. Or is that just page. for the developer side of it? No, if you go to uh, cache.ly slash help or use the help option in the more tab of Cashly, it'll take you to the wiki page. So that would be a good location for people to, to go and really dig deep into a lot of the features. Yes, and it's a, it's a wiki. People can sign up and they can contribute to it just like Wikipedia. If they're All right, yeah, here's somebody asking for a Cashly 101 class. Um, I would tell people... That, uh, and yeah, there's the, yep. I would tell people that is a good local event we've done around here. And that's something good to do to get your people together. Have a look when you can I know that's a sore subject for a lot of people right now, but when you can't have events again, get people together and you'd be surprised the knowledge that's already out there. And when you share that, you can really maximize the use of these apps. You know, like this. And I actually, I actually have a slide uh, presentation that I provide to people who are interested in doing events. I've had people ask me and ones that I've used myself at events. And so if anybody is interested in that, I have like a PDF or even a, it's a, it's an Apple uh, presentation that people can use. So 
then Rich again said part of the wiki is getting started with Cashly. So yep. there's a lot of information out there. And no matter how good you think you are with your app, I guarantee you people have used some of the features in ways that you're probably not using. So Absolutely. Yeah. One of the things that Kelly brought up is that I love the highlighting still. I ran out of colors. <laughs> I think there's I think there's sixteen colors. Sixteen Maybe colors. there's twelve. But that's a lot of colors to that's run out of. of. That, that is a lot of colors. <laughs> have you been out. surprised? And I'm sure you have more than once. But have you been surprised by how some people are using some of the features? Uh, yeah, especially like the the colors. People like again, people are like, I need more colors, and I'm like, how yeah. would you how would you need more colors? And people have said, I want I want two colors or, or multiple colors to you know mark a cache with. Right. So that's something I had never thought of. And like, oh yeah, it wasn't it wasn't built that way when I built that feature. So right. I, I would really have to change it. <laughs> But it's it's something to think about for sure. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, and then sort of another airdrop question was: Will templates be shareable by airdrop? Uh, the new templates? No, that's not something that I had planned. Okay. Um, but it's a it's a good idea. I mean, they they essentially are a file on the file system, so it's not something that right. would be impossible to share. It's just not something I had planned. Yeah, I think that's something too that you know from. From our perspective, I think it's good to ask the questions. Yeah. Oh, Rich is saying the 20 colors. Oh, 20 colors. Okay. Cool. I forget these things. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they're great for challenges, so that's what some people are using them for. Right. So. Yeah. I think those are good. It's always good to have you on, too, to talk about some, because sometimes we don't know from when you look at it, you could say, well, that looks like something that could be transferable. And like you said, mm-hmm. Uh, there's times we've talked about in the past where you're like, well, that's not, that's not part of that's in there, but it's not something that's like you said, it's not a file that can be moved. Yeah. So there's different things sometimes that, um, that you know would have to be built, built some, into. Some things seem easier yes. to a user's perspective than from a developer's perspective. Right. It might be very difficult on my end to accomplish something really simple on the the front end. Yeah. 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 Many years ago, when I asked you about, hey, can we get this to go sideways? And you're like, uh, that's harder than it sounds. And, uh, yeah, that would... it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's one of those flipper. It's a, it's got the toggle. It's got a toggle switch. So yeah. Mo- all, most things are possible. All orientations yep. or portrait or whatever you want yeah. is an option. Yep. If you want to go landscape, you can. But that's a example comes to my mind is the fact that sounds easy but may not be easy it may not be developer wise easy so yeah Yeah, it's just magic in the background right there's no real work there you just like (laughs) cast a spell and it all shows up yep just does it (laughs) does itself (laughs) one thing i've noticed too besides the messages is uh, when they're doing promotions like wonders of the world oh yeah stays on theirs oh that's that's an hq choice right that's not something you're just saying i'm not interested in that correct and we there is an API to show the current promotion, and it mm-hmm. kind of you can kind of pop up like a web view. Yeah. Um, but again, that's just like a preview, letting users know, and so that's something I haven't chosen to to include. But yeah, the integration is that's probably a lot of work on their end, and I'm and then it disappears once that right, game right. is over. So I'm assuming they probably don't think developers want to do the work, and I probably wouldn't. You know, you'd have to know way in the in the future or in the in and add that and it would be a lot of work and then it would just disappear later. You have to take it away. Right. So, and you know, it's, that's their thing. If they want to keep it on there, you know, I'm as big yeah, a fan of cash as anybody, but 
HQ is still HQ. They've got to have some things that they get sure. to hold on to, right? So Absolutely, yeah. I like how you added things like souvenirs. What's interesting, too, is that I like looking at the souvenirs on Cashly because they're in order of when I when I completed them. Whereas if you go to if you go to geocaching.com, the souvenirs are kind of a mess, in my opinion. Is there a strange order on there? I think it's alphabetical by the name of the souvenir, which is not always the name that you would normally think yeah, it was. I want, that. I want to know when I when I did them. That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. What's my latest yeah. one? So you want the, that's just sorted by date. Yep. Yeah. I'm, thank you. Thank you, thank you that you do that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and that's actually the way that the API sends them is sorted by date. Sorted by so, date. So I don't know why they yeah. redo it, or at least give me the option. I don't even have the option on on the website. Maybe there's a way to sort so, them. There's no sorting option. I don't. I don't ever look at those on the website. I, I never. I, I don't either. So I don't <laughs> think there's a sorting option. I never. I don't think I've seen one. I've, maybe somebody could probably correct me if I'm wrong. But I, when I look at it, I, in fact, I've searched for a search option. But yeah. anyway. Um, so a few more questions before we wrap up tonight. Um, somebody's asked, Pizza Ninja asking about future version of Cash. Can we customize what sound or song plays when we get near a cache? I have had that requested quite a few times. Hmm. Um, right now, there's just defaults. Uh, they're talking about the proximity alert. Right now, there's just defaults. Um, but it's something to consider. I don't know okay. if I don't know how widely that would be used. I'll make a note of it. Um, okay. Sure. But I think yeah. I think there's just a select amount of people that would actually be interested in that. Right. Right. So interesting, though. I mean, there's like you said, you get. I'm glad that people are actively wanting to see things in it. And you've done, you've added so many things sure. already. It's been just been tremendous. And I know that one of the things that you've mentioned in the past, which has uh, been a great uh, positive aspect of Cashly, is your beta testers. I mean, you really do have a great. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, a great bunch. Um, you know, I, 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 well, but Jesse and I both will run into people who are beta testers from time to time, or will they'll come up in the the show or whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, it's just been uh, it's been neat to kind of hear about how the interaction's been. You know, so at least our I think our experience has always been the beta testers have been really happy with being beta testers and i know you've mentioned before that it's it, it's great to to see that uh, yeah absolutely all, all i, th I think they enjoy it hopefully uh but yes i i couldn't do it without them it's absolutely essential that they help and i i very much appreciate it. i try to compensate them in s small ways here and there sure. um but yeah i mean we're talking daily on slack and and checking in on yeah. things and submitting bugs and you know i'm replying and working on things and then they'll check the fixes and so it's it's a continual group of us that are working on things. It's not just me thinking my own ideas and never taking input. Um, I'm always right. taking suggestions and they might say, Hey, why did you create something in this way? And I'll be like, you know, thinking about it, uh, and <laughs> realize then that I, that I was wrong and that I should have created it a different way. So it's, sure. it's definitely valuable feedback. No, that's excellent. One, uh, one aspect of Cashly that I use that's, well, I say it's an aspect of Cashly, but the Apple CarPlay, yeah, uh, which is probably like the smallest group of people ever that use that, right? But is do they do any updates that they send you? Does Apple have any plans to do anything more that would be useful for you on the CarPlay stuff? 
I mean, there's a lot that I could do, but it's a, uh, you have to submit an application as a developer to Apple mm-hmm. and I've done that twice now and they've <laughs> never responded. So it's, they Damn. have to approve an application or, or a use for it. And apparently they don't care about <laughs> geocaching. So, um, <laughs> I've had it requested by lots of users. I've tried, but I can't do anything. I can't even start playing with development until Apple sends me a specific little code to allow me to, to play yeah. with it and write the code for it. So it. I assume they would yeah. be a little more guarded on that because it's, well, essentially they're very guarded vehicle, right? Yeah. So I could see how they would want to not just release that as quickly. Yes. There's no just like free for all. Any developer creates anything, games and everything on, on CarPlay. It's very specific uses. So I submitted it for the navigation category you know, saying it's a navigation app, but maybe they think it's too much looking at your screen while you're driving and they might think that's dangerous. That's kind of what I've figured. But I mean, it's no different than using Waze and tapping on it to go find, you know, a restaurant or something like that or or changing your music. Sure. I would would assume. I I would agree. So. Um, Rich asked about the help of HQ extending new published caches to SMS, not cashly per se. I don't know. Like texting SMS? Not sure. Uh, Rich, 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 what Rich do you mean? Ask again. Yeah. Yeah. While Rich kind of clarifies that, I do want to mention something that uh, I appreciate the fact that I've had Cashly since the beginning. And, uh, but I want people, I want to remind people of something very important. On the page, there is a thing called Tip the Developer. So please click on that from time to time. You tip your DoorDash people, hopefully, or you tip uh, various people, and you can go in and give a tip for Cashly. Yeah, and hopefully you're using Cashly way more than DoorDash. So yeah, hopefully. <laughs> think of the value you get there, or hopefully you are anyway. So Think of the value, yeah. DoorDash is not going to help you find a cash, but cashly. Nick will never bring that up, but we will. So we're going to bring it. Nick's your home will bring Thank that you. up, but we are Very not. Very kind. So, um, so he's saying about FTF. So, because people are there are <laughs> there are a lot of FTF hounds out there that are wanting to go find a go find a. Uh, so is he saying like some kind of alert? Like if you get near an FTF, it would send you a message. Is that I think that's what he's asking, or mm. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Rich, you can clarify on our yeah. Data, we may have to area. We may have to get him to send this question offline or something. But yeah. um, that's well, the FTF. I've I've abused that so much anyway. When we're riding through a town, doing a road trip. Oh, Gary, you're too kind. Thank oh, you. No I problem. Will, uh, I, I will definitely that. keep that F, the map open Excellent. just in case I come by an FTF, and I will straight steal it from anybody's <laughs> town that I'm coming through. So I don't care. I don't have that etiquette where I save it for the town. I'm going to take it. I didn't know that that etiquette existed. <laughs> it does in some areas. People get mad if you come and swoop through their town in the middle of the night and steal their FTFs. Um, oh, instant uh, alert on new caches on phone. Okay, I'm okay. okay. So oh, like okay. a push, a push notification, kind of like the you. HQ app does. Yeah, currently that yeah, there's no way that Cache can know, you know, when when that happens. So the best way to do is just to if you get that email to copy the link that's in the email and then you can paste that into the search in Cachely. That's what I tell people yeah. to do. It's the 
you know, it's the other way to do it. But no, there's, I mean, there's a whole system that Apple has for push notifications and authenticating those and what devices it goes to. And so it would not be possible for uh, HQ to, to integrate that with all these partner apps and have them send out to the apps. And it's just not, it's not possible. Right. If I own geocaching.com like they do, they, you know, it would, it would work just similar to how they can send it to their own app. But no, right. it, I don't think it would ever be possible. Because most people like like Jeff saying they use the Gmail, which is I yeah. use. You know, they, they use a notification. They get, they're getting a notification through geocaching.com sending it to me. Now, what's now it, when a cache does publish, obviously, you know, you can go look and you can see immediately on Cashly that, that there's no there's well, unless somebody hasn't logged it yet online but you can see your ftfs yeah that's a different show we're not gonna get into that <laughs> no but i mean that's something I, I know a lot of people will just in general will look at a site and go oh there's you know th- there's there's wait there's a cat oh i gotta go there's, there's a cash just <laughs> for me well you know one of the things that I, I i know we're almost done here but I, one of the things that i use very frequently that i think we've talked about on the show when it first came out years and years ago but the fact that you can save unpublished caches offline. So you updated the, you know, the saved location. And I, yep. I do that constantly. I, when I'm out in the field and I find yeah. a new location for a cache or an earth cache or whatever else, yep. I'll save it as the cache type, put all my notes in there, do everything. And it saves on the map. And that's hugely convenient. If you, if you know, if you publish a good number of caches yep. and uh, it, it may not be one of the most popular features, but for the people that use it, it's extremely useful. Yeah. I've had a lot of, People appreciate that feature, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those. It's kind of buried too. Unless you use it, you wouldn't even notice it that often. And but when, well, you... the the problem is it gets mixed up with the save location feature that was previously before that. So mm-hmm. there's that where you can save a location. And it doesn't have a lot of features. You can't even see all of those on the map at the same time. Right. Or there's the save the offline geocache feature. So those are com- kind of competing. At some point, I want to kind of integrate that and get rid of the save locations and mm-hmm. only have the offline geocaches, but I haven't, haven't had a chance to do that yet. Yep. No, I well, love it. I've got a bunch saved on my phone <laughs> for future geocaches. So hopefully That's someday really- there'll be an API where you can just upload those to the website as a new cache. Oh, hopefully. wow. Yeah. Be cool. But I've, you know, I've never heard about that happening. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty advanced. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool yeah. though. But yeah. And that's something that I, and think- I think that would happen. A lot of uh, junk caches would happen if that was allowed. You know, people would just be submitting them like crazy from their devices. If, if yeah, we, that. yeah, maybe that's not such a good feature to do then. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I, I think that's really why they don't allow it. Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, the, the, that's one thing too. We, you know, Jesse, I'll mention people is like, oh well, I have to have, you know, I got to have one of these old museum pieces if I'm going to go out, you know in the middle of nowhere and we look at the Jesse always look at him and go just offline your, your caches on your phone and go. Yeah. I mean, yep. I, I mean, I did, I, I can't tell you how many counties in Texas, there's no signal out there. Yeah. There's nothing. I just offline what I needed and I moved on. I mean, it's just, yeah. I, I'm always surprised at in today's world, why you would want a museum piece. That's a nostalgia argument. Why do you have a record yeah. player at your house? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Because well, it's because it's cool. I mean, so, it's cool. It's cool yeah. to have a museum piece just so you have one. Just so you can yeah. say I've got a museum piece. But what's the point? I mean, I hear the argument that the the GPS signal is just so much better. But I, I don't know. I mean, sure, that's true. And maybe tree cover when there's, 
you're down a, a valley or something like that and your phone isn't getting a GPX fix as quickly as a unit would, a GPX as unit, but I, I don't know why people, I think they're just stuck in their ways. Yeah. That's that's an offshoot into a whole other show, but yeah. I, I found every single one of mine save like maybe three with a phone. And yeah. the phones have gotten better. They were way worse in the beginning. So, they're, yeah. yeah, that's... Because you're tapping it. I think the other thing, too, we all know, but maybe some people don't. You don't have your own GP. I mean, you're not design, you mean, you're you're tapping into the iPhone, yeah, to get the GPS. I mean, there's no, I mean, and so when the if you, you know, if your i if your phone can do things like that, which it can, then you know, Cashly's along for the ride. I mean, that's something I don't think people I assume people know that, but I guess we should mention that, uh, you know, it, it I've not found. And again, people are, some people are like, oh, the cash was four feet off or something like, really? Really? (laughs) You're not really going to tell me that the cash GPS is only accurate, I think, to 10 or 12 feet or something like that. So there's never going to be an issue with the four foot like you're talking about. It's never going to be accurate in that. Yeah, that's silly. Some people... Some people will mention that, and and that's not always us. Sometimes it's the cash owner who didn't like grab proper coordinates. That's that's. And, and some people, you know, placing. I've I've heard them say they like using Cashly better for placing than a a unit because they can look on satellite view and they can see yes. just visually and use coordinates to make sure that their placement is perfectly correct. Yes. So. Yeah. I, I don't place mine with a GPS and I've hidden hundreds of caches. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I just take a picture of what I do is I, if I want coordinates, I mean, probably a better way to do it, but I just do a quick click. I, I put it where I want. I hold the phone where, where the cache is going to be. Yeah. I get a quick picture and then later on so that I can walk away. I've got it and I can go back and I can see exactly what coordinates were because it's right yeah. there. So I don't know. Yeah. And, and people ask about, um, doing, uh, you know, where, where a, a GPS unit will, I can't remember what it's called, but it will take tons of readings, you know, over yeah, a long average, period of time. Yeah. yeah. Averaging. But basically the iPhone is doing that. It's continually grabbing better and better coordinates. And so if you sit there, yes, you will get better, better coordinates. Um, so, so far I haven't created that feature because I don't, I don't think it's needed right. um, for, you know, maybe there's some situations and some terrains that it would be needed, but so far, I think it's it's pretty accurate. If you if you let it settle down and you just wait in that location for a longer period of time, if you're hiding, it will be quite accurate. Oh, there cool! Says, well, there you go. Ashley Wiki had a section added on how to take good coordinates recently. Yes, and I think Rich added that. Yes. Oh, perfect! There you go. Yeah. Very appreciated. Teresa says she leaves hers for one or two minutes, comes back later, it'll settle down. Yep. And uh, we have proof that those are accurate because. Uh, Teresa, we just found a bunch of uh, fishing kitties caches <laughs> this past weekend. A ton and of them. I, there wasn't a single problem. You did more on that trail than I did, Jesse. You did more than I did, and you didn't have any issues, did you? Out there, I think at the you and I okay. found 120 together. So. No, I know, but I meant oh, the fishing kitty wow. one. Oh no, you're talking about that one. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you went with the Colorado yeah, group the, for part yeah, of. Yeah, we did all those. Those were all fine. They're right there where they're supposed to be. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
So there's an example of, you know. And those so, were out in the middle yeah. of nowhere, right? Like, I mean, not nowhere, but it wasn't like a street. It was, it was yeah. out in the way. So those are perfectly fine. Yeah, we're off on a trail. Um, and, um, yeah, so Teresa, we didn't have any problem finding your caches. So obviously she's using that, and so it's perfect. So, all right. Um, I guess some final thoughts. We'll cut, we'll let we'll let uh, Nick finish off because he will because he's the guest. But um, I'll say something real fast, and then Jesse, I'll let you go, and then Nick will let you wrap up. But uh, again, thank you so much, Nick. It's been it's always a pleasure thank to you. have you on, and um, you know you let us know whenever we can do anything you know for you. Uh, you you've been a tremendous patron and and sponsor and and everything over the years it's been a uh, been a joy unfortunately we've only been able to to be face to face back in denver uh hopefully yeah uh, one day we'll get to sit down again uh together face to face but until then uh, again uh we are so grateful for all that you do uh and uh is uh it, it is it is an incredible incredible app so we we appreciate it and and now the 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 up the new apps we're really excited i mean where i goes worked great and we're looking forward to waymark haven't been doing much of those lately but i'm actually looking forward to doing a few uh when that does come out so thank you again absolutely yeah i want to say the same thing obviously i mean we don't have to tell you we use cashly all the time and you know nick does not pay us to constantly say (laughs) cashly's the best he i promise you he doesn't we use it because we use it where I go is awesome. I love it. I'm a huge where I go fan. And honestly, before we knew you had waymarking coming out, I had zero interest in waymarking. Did it two years ago. I'm not going to the website to try to figure out how to log something and everything else. And yeah. you know, did it for challenges. It was pretty much irrelevant to me. But now the fact that you're going to bring this out this summer and I can do it in the field. Hey, that's just another fun thing I can do out there. And I, I will absolutely be digging back into that again. And found a bunch for a challenge, so I know I can do it. Uh, now I just need to, but it was so inconvenient, you know, to go to a yeah. website. It was like old school stuff. So uh, if, with an app in the field, I'll absolutely be doing that when we're, we're when I'm out and about. So yeah. I, I look forward to it. I think it's going to be good. Before four last words there, Nick, somebody wants to know if they can buy a shirt. Yes. You can go to cashly.com and there's a, a link up on the top right in the, in the nav that says, I think it says shirts, maybe it says swag. But yeah, we have a couple shirts and mugs and stuff like that. So nice, cool, feel free. So, but yeah, um, anybody else wants to go to catch.com There's links to our forums. There's links to download. Um, also on social media, especially our, you know, if you go to Facebook and search for Cashly, there's their user group, um, and that's very active. If people have questions, and yeah, Waymarkly, I will continue to update on social media as well as Waymarkly.com will be updated in the future with you know, release and things like that. So that is where you can find stuff. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you very thank much. You. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Yep. We'll keep in touch. And here we go. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching.
Good night, everybody. Good night. See ya.